please turn with me to uh, the book of Joshua, and uh, we're going to continue looking together at uh, Joshua, and this morning we're going to look at chapter 4. So if you have a Bible, if you don't have a Bible, that's fine. Listen. You know, just please uh, listen. As a church, we're looking at a series together called New Generation Revolution, which is uh, a series of messages, talks, if you will, that are based on this uh, book of Joshua and uh, over a number of times that we are here uh, together. We're looking at this morning, I want to take uh, just a moment or two to look at memories and monuments is a theme that I want to take. And so if you have your Bible, would you like to just turn to Joshua chapter uh, 4 for a moment or two? And um, in that passage, it's, uh, it's speaking of the Israelite people have crossed the barrier, the River Jordan. We were looking at this uh, uh, last time we were together. And this is another account, another story. They've crossed over now. The amazing miracle of overcoming that obstacle, the barrier, the challenge of their life. We were looking at dealing with challenges and obstacles last Sunday morning. Now this morning we're going to look at memories and the power of memories and remembrance and remembering God's divine act in our lives. So it says, verse four, chapter 4, verse 1 says, When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan River, the Lord said to Joshua, Choose twelve men from among the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up twelve stones from the middle of the Jordan. Uh, that was the, the raging river that had now been opened up before them. From right where the priests were standing and carry them over with you and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. So Joshua called together the 12 men uh, he had appointed from the Israelites, one from each tribe, and said to them, Go over before the ark of the Lord, your God, into the middle of the Jordan. Each of you is to take up a stone on, the, on his shoulder. According to the number of tribes of Israelites to serve as a sign among you. And this is what this was all about. These 12 huge stones. They would have been huge. They took them on their shoulder. Huge paving stones. Massive stones. To be a sign for among you. And he said this. To serve as a sign among you in the future. When your children ask you, what do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. And when, uh, when it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. These stones are to be a memorial for the people of Israel uh, forever. Let's just stop there for a moment. And, and the passage continues with the very fact that they took these stones at a place called Gilgal. They set up this, this memorial, this, this, this place of remembrance. And we're going to look at what that means um, over the next few moments uh, together this morning. So following a great miracle of the crossing, this river was such a torrent uh, that they could never get across it, that it was opened up before them. It was a miraculous, amazing act of God as the, as, as the a miracle of God. And, and so now Joshua instructs the people to construct a memorial of 12 stones from the river. And the idea is this. In a nutshell, the idea is this. It wasn't just like an altar of stones, but it was to remember the God moment. 
the, the, the idea of, of taking these stones from the very center of the river, where it was dry, was to then con- reconstruct them and take them and put them where they camped. And it was this, so that they could always remember that God moment in their lives, that miracle of God in their hearts and lives. And throughout Israelite history, this is something that, that, that Israel would do again and again. They had these means of remembering. Remembering those points in life where God has intervened. Because God is a living God. Not just a God of the past, but a God of today and of tomorrow. But there's something very powerful in remembering. There's something powerful in casting our minds and casting our hearts and looking at those points in life, nationally and individually in our own very lives, of where God has intervened, acted, answered, done something that's been remarkable or an answer to prayer. There's something incredibly powerful for nations, individuals, groups to remember. And this is something that they were instructed to do on that day because it's not only is it a good idea, but it's powerful and has a profound effect on our hearts and lives, not only from the past, but as an effect for today and also for tomorrow as we look ahead. So I just wanted to unpack um, this story just for a moment or two and the, 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 the power of those memories and uh, having a look at that. And so uh, memories and um, monuments is, is uh, what we're going to sort of talk about over the next few moments. Three things that I want to just cover um, just briefly. The first thing is this, why memorial stones then? Why remember why construct these stones? And throughout Israelite history, if you read through the Old Testament again and again, there'd be things that God would say, remember, remember. Jesus, in the taking of the bread and the wine, saying, this is my body the, broken for you, the bread, this is the cup of my blood in the New Testament now, given to you. He says, do this in remembrance. Remember me. So something powerful. We have the, what we call communion or taking of the bread and the cup is a powerful remembrance calling to heart and mind. So this is something really interesting, and, but profoundly effective for our hearts and lives today and for tomorrow. So first thing is this. Um, why memorial stones? Why remember? What's the point of it all? First thing is this. Memorials alert us to our tendency to forget what God has done. There's something, there's a, I have, I, you know, I'll talk about myself, I won't talk for you, but there's a propensity in me to be forgetful from time to time about the good things of God in my life. I can trundle along in life and get on and might not be skipping every day and hi-ho, it's a great off to work we go and every day is a wonderful day, but there, there is something in the human heart where we get used to things. Yes. It's called life. And we do life, and, and, uh, and for, you know, dare I say it, we can get used to God, and we can get used to the Holy Spirit, we get used to good, not just bad stuff, and, and there's something in the human heart, and, and it's incredibly dangerous, because forgetfulness, it doesn't take many steps to go from forgetfulness to being, dare I say it, I hope I don't offend you, being almost faithless. You see, forgetfulness erodes faith. I'm not saying we totally lose it, maybe as a Christian, and, and believing and following God. But when we are forgetful, and if we go down a path of being forgetful, we become less faithful. I don't know about you, but that's the way it works in my heart, and I'm a human being. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I am, I am, I am. So, you know, it it seems to work in the human heart that when we become forgetful and we walk down the path of being forgetful and we just get on with life and because we're busy and I've got to do this and we go on automatic pilot and we... It doesn't take long before we we become a bit forgetful. And, And with that, it erodes, it has this danger. Look, put it this way. When we're forgetful, it's dangerous because it erodes our faith, and that steals spiritual vigor, our heart, and affects the soul, our very nature. And um, so it's interesting, memorials, remembrance, it prods us, it causes us to ponder. And this is what Joshua was saying, and God was saying to Joshua, that when the children say, what are those stones there for? There's a big prod. Oh, I know what that's about. God was amazing. He did this amazing miracle and we all walked across a river that was never going to get across. And he did the living God. And if he did it then, he can do it again. You see, memorials prod us. They cause us to ponder. They make us reflect. When we remember, there's a power in remembering and reflecting. And this has a potential to build faith. And this is something really important uh, I, 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 the, the, this is why Jesus said, when you take this bread and when you take this cup, remember me. It's not just remember that event way, way back there, but it, it builds faith for now and tomorrow. Because why? He's the living God, the God of yesterday, today and tomorrow. If he did it then, he can do it again. And he can do it even more. And so memorials, um, as it were, moments to remember those God moments. A memorial is, is an opportunity to remember the God moment, that God miracle, those moments in our lives, those moments in our nation. In the United States of America, uh, a bit of folklore has grown up out of it, but what's called Thanksgiving in, in the States finds its roots in a point where the first colonists had a good harvest and they thank God that they lived to tell a tale. God moment. And so Thanksgiving is a, in the United States comes again and again as a, a, a point to say to the nation, thank God, thank God, thank God. Maybe you've gone a bit distant from it now, maybe, but I don't know. So memorials prod us, they cause us to ponder. So it's something very powerful in remembering. So put it this way, it's powerful to remember God moments because if he did it then, he can do it again. Second, overlapping with that, um, a, a little bit then. So, so there's something in the prod. What was all that about, the children say? That's God. That we, rem- we think about how good he is. Second thing is this, um, it, with memorials and remembrance and, and this pile of stones. Um, memorials alert us to the importance of remem- remembering the wonderful acts of God. Remembrance is something that, that prods us to ponder um, and, and overlapping with that a little bit. My second point is this. It helps us ponder, remember, reflect on the wonderful acts of God in our life. Those miracles, those God moments. Uh, I, I have the moments in my life where God has intervened and answered my prayers over the years. In um, 30, how many years now as a Christian? 34 years I've been a Christian. Became a Christian at 20 years of age. In those 34 years, 
uh, as a Christian, I've had moments in my life uh, where they've been crossing, uh, uh, moments where the waters have opened and I felt God deliver, speak into my heart and my life. And I remember, and I remember them to this day. And I say, wonderful God, wonder working God. You did it then and you can do it again. And they propelled me forward in the most remarkable and amazing ways. And so memorials alert us to the importance of remembering the wonderful works of God in our nation, in our hearts, and in our lives. And this is what was happening with the Israelite people. When the children say, what are those stones about? This is a wonderful God who opened the waters and miraculously took us through. And as a nation, the Israelite people would remember that and hold on to that and propel them forward in the miracle wonder of a living God. God's a living God. Jesus Christ is alive. And there are God moments always in our lives because he's alive. This isn't a God of the past. It's not just something to remember back then, but something that we lay hold of in our lives. Those wonderful moments of the miracle power of God answering, delivering, repairing, healing, uh, changing the course of our lives and history for good. Answered prayers. And uh, there's something really powerful in that. Jesus Christ is alive. And so it's, it's bringing our, our memory, our remembering is living memory. Not just remembering an act of the cross way, way back there and then, but we bring to living memory because Jesus Christ is alive. There's something alive. It's a live memory. It's a live moment. We talked last week about being a live wire, being in touch and connected to the heart of God. If he did it then... He can do it again. That's been my prayers over the years. God, I've been in touch with your miracles in my life. In my life, there have been a number of moments. I will never forget a moment in my life of, uh, I may have told the story, um, but this has propelled me um, across the years. And it was a moment when uh, we um, had sold, were selling a house in Scotland and buying a house. And buying and selling in Scotland is very different from England because once you... Um, agree to buy a house, that's it. It's legally and binding. You can't be gazumped, that's a good thing, and you can't get out of it, that's the bad thing. So you've got to be really sure. Anyway, cut long story short, we bought, we, we went, went for a house when we're selling a, a flat. And um, this house was so lovely. It had all the wallpaper that Helen liked, um, country diary or whatever the, the stuff was, but it was everything that she prayed for at the time. This house was decked out in this wallpaper. And so we bought the house because it, was, it, was, it would have gone within a couple of weeks. Um, uh, we, we agreed because we was, our house had been on the market a while and it was nearly there. It didn't sell. It, our, our other house, the one we bought, was looming on the horizon as the weeks went by to the completion date. And in Scotland, that's it, you've got to pay. So uh, we were facing a bridging loan and that's not a good thing to have, put it that way. And I remember that uh, it was round about... October, November, because I was in a place called Duffy Park in Scotland, kicking leaves. It was all leaves at the time. And just hands in my pockets, feeling all beaten up and a bit of a failure and thinking, oh, flipping out, I've, I've really blown it now. You know, uh, Minister of Local Church, get, getting into mega debt, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and as I walked and kicked the leaves, this is what I, and I was praying, praying for a while, and I felt God say this, Adrian, I'm no man's debtor. It was as loud as I'm saying to you in my heart. Adrian, I'm no man's debtor. I remember coming home and saying to Helen, I'm not worried at all now. God's going to turn this all around. Within a number of weeks, our 
place had sold and it was all right. We didn't get into anything. So for me, it was a God moment. I've never forgotten that to this day. That propels me when I, God, I'm no man's debtor, God said. In my own life and in my own heart, when we're looking at buildings and praying, God is an amazing God. On another occasion, that's personal. On another occasion, practical. I was in a, a different part of the country in another church. I won't say where it was, but it was another part of the country and leading that church at the time. And I remember going away for a couple of days to pray over the life of that church. And, and um, uh, again, as I was walking and uh, after a couple of days just going away to pray, I felt God say to me, it's time for a new wineskin. I remember coming back after a few days, sharing that with the leadership team of the day at that place. And the whole structure of the life of that church changed. And we saw growth in that church. And um, again, God moments. There are some God moments. And I, I, I tell people these stories. But they propelled me forward uh, as an opportunity to remember that, you know, God is a miracle wonder God. He gives us moments to remember. It's good to reflect. But I don't want to live there. They propel me forward. If he did it then, you can do it again because you're the living God. So third thing is this. So there are moments in our lives. There are moments for you in your life personally, in a group of people, in your job. And it's those God moments that we are reminded to remember the wonderful works and acts of God. And thirdly, we see uh, uh, that the memorials alert us to be thankful and pass it on to our children. When the children ask you to be thankful. Memorials help us be thankful and pass it on to the generation. The Israelites, it was so important for them to pass it on. You know, in your life and my life and with the generations that are following us, that are amongst us, we're in multi-intergenerational church as we're growing up, it's important to pass it on. You don't leave it to somebody else. You'll have to do that. We have to do that to pass it on to our children. Uh, to share the stories, the great stories of God. Because there's things in life that beat us up. There's stuff in life where we can fall down. And it's, it's good to pass on. You know, God did this. This is what, and God can do it again. And when, when, you, when, when you do that, you, you, we, earth, we earth the generations in a wonder-working God. That he's not a God of just the past. Didn't do it in the good old glory days. But if he did it then, he can do it again. He can do it in your life today, and he can do it in your life tomorrow. It's so important. Otherwise, if you don't do that, don't be surprised that generations to come, people will stand up and say, I don't believe that anymore. I don't, that doesn't that don't work for me. It's good to earth ourselves. And this is something that we're thankful. When we have, a, we, we have those, remember those divine moments in our lives, and in families, to, to rec- recollect that if you can. Not to live in the past. I'm not talk, I'll, talk, I'll talk about that in a moment. But to share that God is good. He did it then and he can do it again. It's so important. Now the Israelites knew this. And, it's the, and so it, with Passover and stuff like that, they have all the children, all the family, they're the littlest ones, and they pass on. They pass on. They pass on. They're so thankful. And, and memorials help alert us to be thankful. God, you did it then. You can do it again. How good you are. How good you are. It impacts then the generations. It impacts not only our generation, but those generations to come. But um, so, those, so these are some of the, the powerful things that um, you know a memorial uh, can do. But you know, there's a danger. We mustn't let our memorials become a monument. With this, I'll conclude. There is a danger. Danger. There is a danger, rather, that 
When we remember, we look and reflect back. But you have a choice. It's powerful to reflect, but we also need to look forward and resolve ahead. And it's that that I want to talk about for a moment or two. Um, We mustn't let our memorial become a monument. When we look back, you see, first thing is this. We remember. The thing is, the power of memorials and those memories and those moments and remembering and bringing to remembrance is it prods us. It causes us to ponder. This is very powerful. It's very good. But the flip side of that, there's usually a flip side to a lot of things in life, is that we can say, hey, that was good then. We can hark on back to the good old days or that moment because it was that good. And that's the whole idea of remembering. It was good. It's not wrong. It was good. But where it becomes dangerous is when you say, I want to stay back there. I'll stay. Let's just stay here. Then the disciples said that to Jesus. When Jesus was glorified amongst them, they said, let's stay on this mountain. We'll build some We'll build some tents and we'll just stay here forever. And Jesus said, no, no, we've got to move on. They went down the mountain and then he healed and started to touch people's lives. There's a moral, there's a story, there's a a principle here. Um, And there's a danger, this is the danger, is that we mustn't let those things. And so so sometimes in churches, we're very good at times of remembering, but then that becomes, if we stick there, if we stay there and we stay, I'm staying put. I'm, a, I'm, I'm an Anglican, or I'm a Pentecostal, or, or I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm this, or I'm a that. Or I, I'm, there is a danger. We mustn't, so we mustn't let that become. And a monument is, is something that is now locked in time. And uh, it can lock our hearts. And, we, and this is exactly um, what happened with the Israelite people from time to time. But in actual fact, we move so that it doesn't become a monument by... Remembering is good. Reflect. Reflection. Um, We ponder the past. We remember those God moments. And if you did it then, you can do it again. And reflection is very powerful. It's more than just remembrance. The second area is reflection. We ponder. We think. We reflect. We go over. If you did it then, God, you can do it again. Why? Because God is the living God. How do I know that? Hebrews 7, verse 25, Jesus lives forevermore to intercede for those that love him. Jesus lives forevermore. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25, Jesus is alive. He died, he was buried, he rose again. And the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is in and in our hearts too. And so if he did it then, he can do it again. This is why he says, remember me in the the resurrection power. When you take the bread and when you take the cup, Bring to living memory. Don't just remember the past, but if I did it, then you can feel and know the resurrection today and tomorrow. Reflection. It's very powerful. Very, very powerful. So we ponder the past so it can propel us into the future. And that's the fight. The next thing is this, resolve. You see, we reflect so that we can resolve to move ahead. We ponder the past so that we can, that can then propel us into the future. If you did it then... You can do it again, God. You live forevermore to intercede for us. And that's what will take us from the place where it's a monument to a place where it's a memorial, a good remembrance that propels us forward. I've met lots of people who can stay camped at a certain place rather than moving on with the living Jesus to what he has for us. And it's about pondering the past and allowing that to propel us into the future. You see, It's a bit like this, that these memories act as stepping stones to the future so that we can cross the river or cross the divide or cross the barrier to whatever we might face. It's like 
every God moment can propel us. They act as a stepping stone, uh, a building block, uh, a bridgehead to another place to take us forward again and again and again and again. And so we're called to not only remember, but reflect and then to resolve. Resolution means we look forward. And this is what Jesus said. He said, come and follow me. We're on the move. We're living body. Jesus is alive. And so we're called to follow him. And so living memory, living memory, those God moments that we really lay hold of in our hearts and lives, if he did it then. And that's been my prayer again and again. In ministry here uh, in Long Eaton, uh, I've been in, uh, in 20, 28 years, it will be coming up to in Christian ministry. This is the th- our, third, our third church in 28 years, I've been in three churches. And what I've experienced, I think you can do it even more and again and more and propel us, Lord. And it becomes the fuel or the stepping stone to the future of what God has for us. And so... As we close this morning, worship guys, if you could come back, that'd be great. We're going to conclude as we worship together in a moment or two. Let me just say this. Let's be a generation that stands up and steps out. Let's be the generation that stands up and steps out. We're looking at this together again and again and again. You know, God did it and he can do it again. More so, even better than, and take us forward. And so, let's stand up and step out. Let's ponder the past, but use it as an opportunity to propel us into what God has in store for us and for you. Because if you don't, if you don't, you'll be camped at a certain place. You'll be camped out at a certain place. You won't be moving on in what God has for you. It's good to be in the flow. It's good to be in the step. It's good to be in the place, keeping in step with the Holy Spirit, keeping in step with Jesus. And we do that by allowing those things that we can remember to propel us into our future. Let's stand together, shall we? We're going to pray. God bless you. Just pray for us this morning. Heavenly Father, all around this auditorium, there's going to be things in our lives. There's going to be moments when we've felt we've prayed and you've answered. And for some of us, there are moments and we're praying and we're not feeling any answer. So just right, right here, right now, at this moment, we just want to just take a moment to remember those God moments in our lives. There's been some great God moments here at Oasis Christian Centre, Father God, over the years. Thank you for that. Thank you. There's been some amazing God moments in some of our lives, all of our lives here this morning. Thank you for that. We don't want to just stay back there, Lord. We don't want to just stay back there, Lord. We want to step up as we're standing this morning and step out into what you have for us. And so, Holy Spirit, would you just come and remind some of us of some great things. If you did it then, you can do it again. But even more so, you don't rehash the past. You're the living God. You do things afresh. I make all things new. You spring up afresh. You announce it before it even happens. You go ahead of us. Come, Holy Spirit. Have your way amongst us. If you did it then, you can do it again. But more so, more so, 
I think of marriages here, homes here, lives here, livelihoods, individuals, hopes and aspirations where people have put their lives on the line and they're now feeling that they're entering a, a, a river or a crossing that's too difficult to, to bear. If you did it then, you can do it again. Come Holy Spirit, do it again. Do it again. For us as a church, Father, we pray. Do it again, more so. For our nation, in some God moments in this nation. Now more so, do it again, but even more so in the life of the church and our nation, Father, we pray. While our eyes are closed, while our, you're either seated or standing, just recall a God moment in your life and thank him for it right now. Silently, verbally, out loud, whatever you like, recall some God moments. Holy Spirit, would you just release recollection and revelation in this place right now? Thank him for that moment, those moments right now in your life where Jesus has answered your prayers. See our hearts, Father God. See our hearts. Now I pray, if you did it then, do it again. Propel us into our promise. And each family, each home, each individual here. Oh, you did it then. Do it again. More. More so. Wonder-working God. And so when our children say, what's that memory you're on about again? Well, that was the day that God mended our marriage or mended my heart or mended this home, answered about this job. Do it again. Do it again. Let's worship him together as we close.